Welcome back to Let's Doing Podcast. I'm Ari Mizell. And I'm Nick Sonnenberg. And today we are speaking with UJ Ramdas, the famed creator of the Five Minute Journal and now the Productivity Planner. So, UJ, thanks for being back on the show. My pleasure. So, give a like a one minute reminder for people what the Five Minute Journal is. The Five Minute Journal is essentially a toothbrush for your mind. You do it every day in the morning and at night, and just like a toothbrush, it helps you clean your mind of the gunk that that kind of just gets into it during the day and um, at night. And it helps you think better, helps you become happier, helps you set a direction for the day. And it's built on solid principles of positive psychology. That's, that's, actually, that's a really good way to sum it up. And the, the, also, if you could quickly tell people the benefits of journaling overall. Yeah, so some of the smartest people have been in journaling um, throughout the ages. So if anyone says journaling is for idiots, well, you're not getting your facts right. So, um, and journaling essentially is, is, the, is, the, is the practice of putting your thoughts and ideas um, on paper or on the screen. It's the idea, the thought, putting your thoughts and ideas, out, externalizing it so you can actually interact with it and you can do something with it. And it's it's a real thinking can never be improved in real time. You can't think you can't improve thinking in your head. It typically gets improved on paper when you externalize your thoughts. And it's essentially what journaling does. One question I always had about the five minute journals, is there a benefit to having it be a physical journal versus being uh, an app or a, or a website? So we also do have an app. Um, okay. And uh, but you, but you didn't for a long time. Yeah, is that yeah we did not for a long time. We actually launched an app. So we did launch an app uh, about a year uh, into having uh, the five minute journal. Turned out uh, that was the first time um, around that we did apps, and we absolutely sucked at it. Um, and uh, we pulled it about a year later, uh, and we relaunched it uh, about four months ago in in March of this year. And this this time, thankfully, we did we did it better. We got featured by Apple. Um, we got p- picked up by Starbucks pick of the week, et cetera. And so if you're looking to sen- get a sense of, you know, app versus physical notebook, um, my first recommendation would be go with your gut. Um, some people absolutely swear by electronics. Some people absolutely swear by the physical. Uh, I personally swear by the physical. And, um, if you're looking for research, again, the first thing you want to do is you want to go with your gut. If you feel you're, you're, you gravitate towards a more electronic medium, Amazing. Do that. Uh, the research on it, however, is, is is somewhat clear that the physical provides more benefit than the electronic. There's a couple of reasons for that. One, the physical has been around for physical medium has been around for a lot longer than the electronic medium has been around for. So human beings, um, you know, are still in that, in that process where right now millennials have been pretty much built on technology, whereas baby boomers haven't. And so their their brains have become more plastic and more uh, impressionable to electronics versus, let's say, baby boomers. Um, but some people just have are wired to to learn more kinesthetically. If that makes sense, uh, I definitely am, and so I know I use a physical journal. Um, the only time I use the app because I also have the app is when I'm either traveling or um, I'm at a different place where I don't have access to the journal, and then because. The, there's the only way to do is is in the electronic version. I'll just pop open the app and and do the thing. Right now, and and as far before we get into too much of the productivity journal, because I really want to talk about that. It, yeah. Do you do you have like do you do five minute journal and then productivity journal? Five minute journal is always the the first one that I do in the day. Um, 
and the proxy planner is usually something I do. I fill out the previous night. Ah, okay. Or the next day. Okay, right. cool. So yeah. now, well, so let's talk about productivity planner. Yeah. So, and and I, I was honored to see one of the iterations that you had of it. You know, before you. Yeah, had, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so. And the, that, that was an interesting call because I think you were you were in the UK and we were trying to make the timing work, and um, <laughs> we finally made it happen. So I'm glad I'm glad uh, that that call happened. Yeah, and yeah. so you really have people like laying out like what absolutely they need to get done for the next day. But then yeah. you also break it down, not into actual Pomodoros, but essentially you're breaking it down into yeah. like micro goals. Yeah. Right? So, so what was the thinking behind this, the way that this like panned out? Um, well, the thinking behind it was frustration. <laughs> thinking behind it was really like, fuck, you know, we're, we're, we're sucking at, at, at getting stuff done. Um, it comes from, it came from pain. It came from, um, just the, like the the sheer number of days we were so Alex and I both entrepreneurs both like would like to think somewhat smart people um and we we had an inordinate amount of days where we were lying, like we were in bed lying down um independent beds he lives in London I live in Toronto <laughs> <laughs> and uh thinking fuck like what happened today I, I don't feel like I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish yet I've worked eight ten hours etc I love working. Like I'm not, I'm not complaining about the hours I'm working. I love working, but I love to feel the work I did was actually meaningful, was actually productive, would be actually led to something wonderful happening. And uh, we're like, okay, let's 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 do this for ourselves. Let's figure this out for ourselves. Um, in a sense, let's let's try a bunch of apps. Let's try a bunch of methods. Let's try a bunch of tools to do this because this is really important to figure out. Um, we're going to spend a lot of time of, of our lives working. And um, and then we applied the same kind of methodology and the thinking um, to productivity that we did to happiness. Um, like, okay, like what, what's what's one thing that everybody says that nobody ever disputes? That, you know, all of the productivity, that there's a lot of uh, conflict and people people have arguments over, but what's the one thing that nobody ever really says? They're, eh, you don't need to do this. Everybody says do the most important thing of your day early in the day you know yeah. brian tracy calls it eat the frog um there, there's a lot of kind of ways of talking about it but essentially uh you know tim ferris everybody really who, who who talks about productivity talks about doing the most important thing time blocking it tom time blocking it out and just getting it done and so we're like okay let's do that and something that we found lots of value in is is the idea of the pomodoro time blocked um single tasking Right, so you have one thing to do, and and you set a timer, and you know you use the bathroom, you refill your water, you refill your coffee, um, you take care of what you need to take care of, put your phone in airplane mode, and get started. Um, and then twenty five minutes is is a remarkable number of time to actually do some damage if if you're not distracted. And so uh, because that con that that idea it has had such a profound impact in our lives and other people's lives because we 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 can stop sharing and we've been sharing the, the pomodoro technique for three plus years now um because it's helped helped us so much so we decided to com combine both because uh the there was a really great story that i heard um from cameron harold um who is a really really fascinating guy who's who's been able to scale multiple businesses uh by significant amounts. And he talks about this Charles Schwab and Ivy Lee story. It's about a hundred years old or so. And Charles Schwab is a steel guy. 
um, or was a SEAL guy. He's no longer alive. And, um, you know, he was, he was having the same problem that Alex and I were having. Um, it was just, he was just a hundred years earlier and he had a couple hundred people that were working for him. So slightly different scale. And back then when he had an issue, you, you know, now you put it on the internet. Back then you sent out a memo. So he sent out a memo to, uh, to people he knew saying, listen, this is my problem. You know, can you talk? You bring me someone who is going to fix it. And so Ivy League came really highly recommended. Ivy League walks in the door and uh, Charles Schwab goes, hey, can you help me solve my problem? Um, you know, my, pe- my people aren't productive. I'm not productive. I know we can do a lot more. I really tells him, listen, I'm going to give you a simple, simple technique to, to really overcome a lot of your stuff. But it's going to cost you. I'm going to tell you how much it's going to cost you after I tell you the idea. He said, no problem. He says, I want you to take out a piece of pen and paper, and I want you to write down the five things you absolutely need to get done tomorrow. And so he writes it down, and he says, now I want you to order them from one to five. One, that's the most important, and five, that's the least important. He does it. He says, I want you to keep this in your back pocket. And as soon as you wake up in the morning, every 15 minutes, I want you to be able to keep this in a place where you're going to see it. So it's the equivalent of keeping it by your computer and like in these days. Um, or the equivalent of keeping like, say, like a sticky note on, on top on, on top of uh, your screen, top right corner or bottom right corner of your screen, somewhere you get you cannot see it. Um, and that's just, this is the most important part. You have to keep the task list in a place. You can't see it. Like you can see it all the time because if you can't not see it, then you'll always remember it'll the, the focus will always get back to the thing that's the most important. And uh, says, I want you to focus, start at the very top and move your way to the bottom. Now, if you don't get to number two, that's fine. If you don't get to number four, that's fine. What's really important is you're working on the thing that's the most important. And as you do that, you'll notice you'll find ways to not just do the most important thing, but also let go of the things that, that you know you're not able to get to, but still need to get done. Uh, because that's, that's really how you, you're able to leverage it. Now, Try it for a week. If you like it, the following week, I'll give it send give this idea out to your people. Have them implement it. And in three weeks, please send me a check for what you think this idea was worth. And in three weeks, Charles Schwab sends him uh, a check in those days of twenty five thousand US dollars. So in in our money, it's uh, it's about three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Sweet deal for about a half hour of work. And um, he sends a note back with that with that check saying this is thank you for your idea thank you for this method because it's one of the most valuable business advice i've ever received bethlehem steel which is the company they, they, that he worked at became one of the biggest steel companies in the states at the time um and, and so that that idea combines a lot of of what what exists in the proxy planner um there's five tasks that you put down um you you order them from one to five and um we add the idea of the Pomodoro in there. So you time block, you actually measure how much time it takes. It's interesting. Humans be, human beings suck at estimating things, period. But they especially suck at, at estimating things that they're going to work at. Uh, most people hate doing their taxes. If you actually time block it and, and measure out how long it actually takes to get it done, it's abysmally low. It's probably under three hours total. And people... People procrastinate that for, for ages. If people had a better sense of how long things actually took, 
life would move a lot easier. And when you, when you stare that in the face, journaling is one of those things, but you put the data in front of your face, your eyes can't, can't ignore it. It has to restructure the ideas and the concepts of your mind to actually mirror reality. And that's one of the kind of benefits of journaling. Um, and, and the final piece of the proxy planner is uh, something uh, I like to call focus reflection, which is on a scale of one to 10, how productive were you today? Now it's a dangerous question, right? The dangerous question, because if you don't, don't isolate what 10 is in the beginning of the day, then you're screwed. Um, and that really asks, asks you to, to, to ask yourself, what, what is a 10 for me today? If I could do a 10, what would that look like? And what, would, what, what's, what, what does one look like for me? Um, and you get to self-measure yourself. You get to ask yourself, what happened? What was really cool? What wasn't? And how can I make it better? And that's it. Those are the, the three elements of, of the planner. Most important thing first, time blocking and Pomodoro's and focus reflection. That's it. Two questions for you. One, uh, is there an app for the planner? Not yet. We're thinking about it. But to be honest, we haven't actioned anything yet. And um, is it more, so just to make sure I understand, is it more the night before you go into this planner and you plan out just the next day or are you planning out beyond the next day? No, just the next day. And gotcha. so it's for tasks, not like big project planning. So it's for tasks, correct? So you, if it's a big project, you're breaking those, those, those projects down into, into individual chunks that you can then action and do. Um, and the planner is something you actually keep by your side as you are working. So that's the most valuable portion of it because like I said, if you keep it somewhere you can't ignore, you're always going to be seeing the thing that, mag- that is going to make the most impact in your day right in front of your face. So what's the next thing for you guys to combine the five-minute journal, journal and this planner into one ultimate plan? Not really because journal? it's different, different markets, like different people, right? Like, so the people who are doing the proxy planner are just hungry for, for, for productivity. Um, they measure their life. They measure their self-worth with productivity. Um, and the people who do the five-minute journal want to do something that's going to make them happier. There, there's, there's a subset that, that does both, and that's fine. Um, but I feel like the, the kind of person that does one is, is somewhat of a different person that does the other overall. Um, and our, our philosophy at Intelligent Change has always been like, we do things we want to see in the world. We, we do things that we want to create. Um, and we want to see, for example, like we're working on three different things right now of, uh, of which I can't talk much about, but when we work on them, the first question is, do, can I see this in my life? Um, is this something that, that I can naturally readily see myself buying myself, using myself, continuing myself talking about to my friends. And so that's always been the bar that we've set for the things we create. So, um, so yeah, I, I, no, I don't think we're going to combine them. I think we're going to keep them separate. Um, I think we're going to uh, create more things that we want to see, frankly. And now the other thing that you've combined there that I like is you almost have like an agile aspect to it because you have yeah. the weekly review, yeah. yeah, which I think is probably very foreign to some people in their personal lives. So be used to that thing because so many people don't review. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mind blowing actually. So uh, one of the scariest questions that you can ask yourself is what are the mistakes you're making over and over again? Um, that you've made over and over again for years. And uh, really, like if you look at the probability of it, the probability basically states that you're never going to get rid of those mistakes unless you actually focus on them. Right? What, one, one interesting idea for you. Like, so as you know, we're, we're, we run a virtual assistant company and one, yeah. of the, one of the, 
projects that we have on our plate right now is we're building a dashboard uh, to manage projects and tasks internally. But the plan is to roll this out to being like a, its own standalone project management software mm-hmm. with virtual assistants integrated into it. So you can you know put the tasks you need done and then ones that you don't want to do, but you want to get done by a virtual assistant, you just easily click a button and have a virtual assistant do it. Awesome. Um, it's, it's something to consider if you're going to do a digital solution to this planner to have virtual assistants built into it. So people put the top yeah. five they want to accomplish the next day and they can click a button and uh, have someone else do it for them. Yeah. Um, no, the, there's a bunch of ways to do it. And electro- so we're thinking about, uh, we were thinking about the whole electronic space and, and frankly, uh, that space is, it's crowded. Um, and we don't want to do anything unless we can really make a, make a dent and like we can really do something fundamentally different in the space. Uh, and so maybe we will, maybe we won't, but we haven't really come to that yet. Well, and the, the I, that was one of the things that I, I noticed when I, when I was looking at the journal too, is like outsourcing is something that's unnatural to a lot of people. And to me, breaking things down like this actually really helps you yeah. see ways that you could outsource. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just bring, I think the fundamental reason a lot of the, I, I, I've gotten asked this question significantly in the past week. Like, why is it that human beings suck so badly uh, at change? Why is it that human beings are just like, there's so much we know, but yet there's not very much human beings are doing to move forward. And, you know, the Occam's razor, like, right, simplest solution, usually the most correct. Um, like one easy laziness, right? The 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 unwillingness to, to change, the psychological um, com- complacency, um, the lack of hunger, et cetera, Psycho- on the psychological side, but on the, on the tactical side, things aren't broken down easy enough in systems that allow people to make a difference, right? If people saw pro- progress as soon as they started, progress can be addictive. And to, to have consistent progress, you need a system that's designed um, in tiny chunks that gives people positive reinforcement. A lot of these systems aren't, aren't designed yet. And so uh, human beings start, even if they do have hunger, even if they are hungry for change, um, they don't have the right system. And uh, they keep floundering until they find something that really works. Most people aren't skilled at creating systems. They're skilled at following systems um, through school, to university, through jobs, et cetera. And so um, I like creating systems that, that make, make a real positive change in people's lives. Uh, I, I think that's something that we all have in common. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, what, I mean, is there another journal in the future of some sort? Yeah, it's coming up. <laughs> we have some cool stuff coming up. Um, yeah. So it's, so uh, we have a really fun, quick and dirty product launch that we're going to do in about a month. Uh, they're very excited about. Um, it's tiny. It's small. It's cute. It's fun. Uh, I saw it and I was like, I want this. Let's do this. Um, and so that's in about a month and I can talk about this offline with you if you, uh, if you like, um, okay. and, uh, there's, there's another one, it's an offshoot of the fiber journal that we're looking to do. That's, uh, that's very in line with the fiber journal, very in line with what, uh, we want, very in line with the impact we want to make in our lives. And, uh, yeah, I'm, this is, this is fun because we're creating and it's, uh, I just love when, when we're making stuff. Awesome. Well, so, so, so uh, you may remember what the last question is here, but what are your top three pieces of advice for people to be more effective? Oh yeah. Uh, other than journaling, I guess. <laughs> I can't talk about journaling or productivity. <laughs> what am I going to talk about? <laughs> three pieces of advice uh, for people to be more effective, you said? Yes. 
effective at what? Like, let's let's chunk it down. It's up to you. You're just, you you can interpret that how you like. Effective wow. at uh, business at uh, anything. So, um, so, effective at like let's say effective at life because I, I think fundamentally, if you're working, if if it's business, like really, you're looking to be a happy human. Happy human is is really like I define hap- like insane happiness is true success in a human's life. Um, because it doesn't matter how much money you make if, if you're fundamentally miserable, it's not going to work. So uh, the first one is um, find a way to live in line with your values. I think the difference between living an extraordinary life, a great life, and a mediocre life is having the courage to really stand by your values and, and live by your values. So um, you look at people and the people say people people might say you know i really value family i really value friendship i really value um impact but then you look at the calendar and it it doesn't mirror their values there's there's a mismatch there's a, a conflict between their values and their calendar mm-hmm. and your calendar are your real values right the calendar are the values that are, that are actually happening and the values you see your your you believe in are the bullshit values that you want to aspire to, but you're not aspiring to yet. And, and really asking yourself that question, you know, what does it look like in my calendar to live my life in line with my values and slowly having the courage to follow through on that um, can have a very profound impact on your life. Um, you know, and start small, right? Start small, start with the most important values, start with the thing you care about the most and slowly start to make that change. If you do that, that practice once a weekly, very similar to a weekly review, it can really make a massive impact in your life. Um, the second thing I would say is uh, every day, take a moment to look into the eyes of someone you love and, and talk about something about them that really, you really appreciate. Um, it could be a friend, it could be a child, it could be, you know, it could be a spouse and say like, listen, I really care. I really appreciate the way you take care of our kids. I really appreciate how much of a difference you've made in your life. And I can't express to you how much how much I'm looking forward to spending the rest of my life with you. Whatever that is, one fucking minute. But the impact on that is so profound. It could be such a wonderful thing that I, I can't express to you. It's a one minute, and all it takes is pure courage. And it can make a massive impact in your life. And, and, and nobody, basically, basically like nobody's going to say, I don't have a minute for, for really important people in my life. And, and so I like to take over take away all the excuses <laughs> so so people can actually kind of follow through and, and and do the things they want to do um and and the final thing is uh like before you go to bed like take just a moment for yourself a lot of people don't have a meditation practice and that's fine they're, they're probably never going to have a meditation practice and that's okay taking again a final minute to yourself a one minute for somebody else one minute for yourself and just breathe with yourself just be with yourself be with the sensations in your body you're going to be with yourself for the rest of your life. And if you take the moment to be present with yourself, you will communicate with yourself better and you'll just be a better human. Um, that's it. Awesome. Awesome. So where can people get all the journals? Intelligentchange.com is, uh, is, our, is our space. Okay. Well, yeah. UJ, as always, always a pleasure talking to you, man. Um, Same. Thank you so much. And uh, My pleasure. Next time I'm in New York, I'll give you a shout. All right. Thanks a lot.